you've activated the beacon, providing a guiding light to the greatest Minecraft resources out there for you, focused on bedrock, helpful for all. Hi everybody, today I want to talk about communicating online, and specifically, you know, doing so appropriately. So, one of the things I'm going to start with is a post Prolescent Moon had made a while back. Now, I reached out to her to get permission to read off, <laughs> as I was saying, I'd reached out to Prolescent Moon a while back, uh, to get permission, and yeah, it was posted in a public place, but, you know, I'd already reached out, and this is all about appropriate communication, so I felt it was important to get everybody's permission that I wanted to reference, but she made this wonderful post about how to give critique and doing so appropriately and looking at the words we're using, especially in an online environment where there's no context. A reference to feedback, critique, or tips. Now, provide options, not demands. Genuine suggestions with reasoning, not simply hate. And FL was a really wonderful uh, post and really worth a lot of people reading. Along with that, uh, Exuma Void has done a video. This was, you know, a while back, closer to the time of for making that post on that, which I will also include a link on. I think he also did a great job talking about the subject and going over it. Anyways, uh, as I was saying, Exuma made a wonderful response to it, and I'll have a link to that as well. I highly recommend click the link, read what she had to say, and check out Exuma's video on it. But there were a few wonderful responses that people had put including from Tim Stifflard at another guy, who, if you listen to this around the time it came out, you might have just recently learned to his wonderful uh, rap from the Creepers, or uh, called Hermit Bang, but that's besides the point. He said, A lot of problems stem from people not recognizing they're talking to a real person with emotions and intentions we may not know. And that's a great point. It's very easy to forget online that there's still a human being on the other side of the screen who's going to be reading what you're saying. And a lot of times people have a tendency to talk as if they're talking to nobody or a machine. And people are too quick to distance themselves and say things that they wouldn't say to somebody's face. And that's not okay. And we need to remember that person, like Tim said, they have emotions. And they're going to be affected by the words you use. That old st saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, you know, that's just a children's rhyme, and that's not very accurate. It's been proven emotional harm can be just as bad, if not worse, than the physical pain. Marlo, and uh, this one I've uh, abbreviated a little bit because, you know, you're not seeing it, and not all of it 100% applies to the subject at hand, but he said, I know 99% of the time, comments I receive like that don't mean to be negative. But depending on my state of mind, the day that day they can be quite demotivating. Unfortunately, words on the screen don't always represent the person. How, sorry, don't always represent how the person is saying it. And that's another excellent point. That's why I've you know reached out to Tim Marlow, and here in a second you're gonna hear one from Adela about these comments because they are excellent points and they're things that we need to be thinking about. When there's no context, what is it? I don't know the exact figure, but let's just say 70, 90%, somewhere in there. It's a huge amount of our communication is done through nonverbal body language. Uh, sometimes that's things like tone, which, you know, would be verbal. But a lot of times it's posture, arms crossed, hands open, feet pointed towards a person, pointed away. There's a lot of these little signals, and they can be culturally different. 
But there's a lot of these little signals that we use to understand if somebody's being friendly, if they're joking, you know, if they're being sincere, if they're being sarcastic, that we lose in online communication. And it's important to realize as a creator that we might be misinterpreting what they're saying, but it can be really hard. And again, depending on your mood, that can really affect and color the way you interpret it. And so it's extra important as a viewer, as a commentator on somebody else's work to try to put things in the most transparent way possible so that we can really get our message across clearly without risking offending somebody. You know, if if you already have a relationship established with that person, it can be a lot easier to uh, clarify and get to the bottom of what you were meaning. But if you're just a one-off or you haven't developed that relationship with that creator yet, it can be really hard for them or uncomfortable to reach out and be like, hey, this seems really rude. What did you mean? And that's just a lot of creators don't have the time for that anyways. So just take a little bit of time and think, guys, before you respond to something. And then Adela said, are very are very probably just kids who haven't learned how to give constructive criticism yet. And that's a great point. A lot of times it is a younger generation that is responding, especially when we're talking about things like Minecraft. It is very much a I hate to say kids game, but that's essentially what it is. It's a kids game that is great for all ages. It's marketed towards kids. However, yeah, a lot of adults do enjoy it. And unfortunately, a lot of the times, adults like to act like children. And it's important for us to realize that just because we are adults doesn't mean we get to act like kids. Yes, great to have that little kid in you. Great to enjoy things and be silly and fun. But you are, a lot of times, you are an adult. I know the majority of the people listening to this podcast, at least at this moment in time, are adults, regardless of the nation you live in and, you know, the law. You, you're old enough to know how to communicate appropriately. And I'll be the first to admit there were things that I noticed. Hey, I, I do that too. And it's okay if you recognize reading her post or some of the other things I talk about. And you go, oh man, that was me. Don't worry. It just means that you. it's time for you. You recognize it now. Let's work on it. Let's improve on these things. It's the best thing we can do. And Tim, I recently went on a little rant uh, late night on Twitter. And Tim had said something about along the lines of, I don't have it in front of me. But the best way to help change things in our community is to be that change. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't remember the exact phrasing. And that's an excellent point. One of the best things we can do is go forward now. Make sure that we watch how we respond to these creators, how we comment on them. Or if we are a creator ourselves, how we respond to the people in our comments. Uh, something Jesse B had tweeted about in regards to larger creators being friends with her and people questioning why she's even on Truly Bedrock. Now, both of these are just ridiculous. So, for example, um, she's apparently good friends with Mythical Sausage. That's awesome. Fantastic. However, apparently people think because her sub count is lower or maybe she's not as well known yet as Mythical Sausage, that they shouldn't be associated. Or they wonder, how is it that Mythical Sausage even knows who she is? I couldn't comment on what all has been said. But having watched other content creators and heard other women talk about things in this industry or women not necessarily identifying creators, but people who uh, appear as women, that might not be how they necessarily identify, but that's how the masses look and perceive them to be. 
a lot of times it's, well, it's only because they have boobs or it's because they're a woman or whatever. And that's just inappropriate and wrong. Anybody can be friends with each other. And it's, like she said, it's probably because she's a great and wonderful person. She's a very sweet lady. I mean, I've not had much interaction with her myself, but I see the things she tweets. I've watched a few of her videos. I'm a fan personally. And yeah, you can be friends. A lot of times, duds, if you listen to a lot of the podcasts, duds versus always hi, ha, ha. You know, uh, Decoy and some of the others, they started off with smaller subcons than he did and shot right past him. And that's really common in the content creation world. Some people, whether due to luck, timing, hard work, whatever the reasoning may be, they're able to skyrocket past the people, their peers. And so two people who at one point, you know, let's say we're both at, let's say, 50 subs. Obviously, one person's got a little more time or whatever. They jump past. They hit, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 subs. And the other person, maybe they're at 700. They're still going to be friends, ideally. You know, hopefully they don't let that change the dynamic of the relationship and they're helping each other improve. So it's really rude and wrong to say, you know, why are you two even friends? You don't have the same amount of subs. Let's remember, folks, subs, follows, uh, all that stuff, those are vanity numbers. They don't actually tell you anything about the quality of the content. There are massive channels out there that don't even produce work anymore or half their subs aren't watching their content. And there's a lot of people, I was just recently going through a Prowl's Bedrock Survival Guide looking for little things, and he said about how 70% of his viewers aren't even subbed. So when you think about those things, you know, these content creators could be much higher. And again, it's not important. It's the character, how they handle themselves, how they deal with the trolls, how they deal with people asking for help. These are the things we should be looking at. What is the character of this creator like? Not what is their sub count. And as for her questioning why she's even on Truly Bad, have you seen her terraforming, guys? Seriously, have you seen the work this lady does? And let me point out, she just, well, I don't know about recently, but I know she has a very young child. Um, I couldn't say how old and it's irrelevant point is i guarantee you half the people making this comment would be lost if they tried to run a successful youtube channel stream raise their kids in a relationship like that's a lot of work i mean a lot of work i got lucky my kiddo he was already like seven or eight when i met him mine by adoption wife's from a former marriage but, you know, I didn't have to deal with all the baby stuff. And I still, all I'm doing is a podcast. There's no video here. And I still have a hard time managing to set aside time to get my notes together, record this, edit it, hang it out. And I'm only trying to do one a month. You know, some folks, <laughs> they're cranking them out weekly. So let's have a little appreciation. And if you don't think somebody should be on a server, that's fine. You are allowed to have your opinions. You are not entitled to voice that opinion. Keep it closed doors. Talk to your friends about it IRL, sure. But don't go blasting it all over the world. Don't confront that person about why they're there. They're there because that community feels that they deserve to be there. A lot of these servers, they don't need everybody to be the best. But they want to grow and know that they appreciate and can get along with that person. And obviously the folks in Truly Breadluck like Jesse and Jesse likes them and they all get along. And that should be enough for us. If you don't want to watch your content, don't watch your content. <clears throat> I started off watching uh, S&Ps through Mumbo Jumbo. That was the first one I got started with. I didn't, I used to laugh at my kiddo all the time for watching 
people play Minecraft or whatever game they were playing. I'm like, why would you want to watch that? Started watching some Redstone videos, stumbled upon it, really got sucked into it. From there, I found other creators on Hermitcraft. I started watching them, and by now, I've got a vast group of people that I watch. As you may have heard from all the plugs, I've been giving a lot of the people that I didn't necessarily watch at the time. I plugged them. I have gotten into their content. Massive shout out to Sunfire there, doing some awesome stuff. But besides the point, um, what I'm trying to say is, you know, people can be friends, people can interact, and it's important for us to recognize that just because we don't necessarily see the talent and value that they bring does not mean they don't bring value and talent. This one from Dom Quantum, he tweeted out about emailing. Not about content or comments, but about people sending terribly formatted emails like, hey bro, what's up bro? And you'll get this about DMs too. And people talk about like, you know, I don't have time to just respond to a hi. But let's 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 focus real quick on the formatting for emails. Email is an electronic letter. Now you might be saying, why are you bringing up emails? I thought this was about online communication, like in YouTube videos and Twitch and Discord. It is. But email is a part of that, especially if you are going to become a content creator or you want to work with other content creators. It's important to recognize that email is an electronic letter and so therefore it should be formatted as such now sure when you dm somebody whether that's twitter twitch facebook instagram <clears throat> sorry twitter twitch facebook instagram whatever have it it can be really easy to just be really sloppy about it and just send this giant paragraph or a one-liner not appropriate guys um something i'm always trying to work on is trying to find the best way my suggestion when you're reaching out to these creators, whether you're trying to network and establish a relationship or if you're a creator reaching out to a brand, whatever the case may be, try to be as formal and appropriate as possible and be to the point, have a point. Most importantly, don't just say hi or how's it going? You know, give them a reason to engage. Pardon me. And something for you guys to communicate about, you know, have a suggestion. Hey, I saw this great video I think you'd like or. You know, I know you have this interest in this outside of content thing or whatever the case may be and give them a reason to want to interact with you. If you just say hi, there's a good chance they're going to ignore it because they don't have time for that. These are busy people. And a lot of them, they treat this like a business because for them, it is a business. They are trying to either become full time content creators. They are full time content creators or they do this for as a hobby and they have busy lives. They don't have time to just say hi. And then conversation's over, you know? So put a little bit out there. It's not a IRL conversation. You know, we have to, they're going to be able to respond instantaneously. Put some content in there for them to respond to. Continuing on, Mark Watson tweeted about untagging people. Now, this is more for Twitter. I'm not familiar with a lot of the other social media platforms. I don't know exactly how they work. But this is a very important thing. And something that, honestly, I just recently learned how to do. But especially when you go off topic or when there's a bunch of people in the initial tweet. Now, it's super easy to do this. What, what this is going to do is, let's say I make an episode. I release an episode and, you know, I tag a bunch of creators that I have mentioned in here. Like all these people I mentioned, I'm probably going to send them a tag when I make a post saying, hey, you know, this episode's out. These are the people that I talked about. And so you're going to want to, when you respond, 
you're going to want to be able to untag those people. So when you're in the tweet, at least on mobile, it says replying to, and that's going to have the names. You tap that, and then there's going to be a list. And you can untap who's relevant and who's not. So that way you're not just responding and sending everybody who's already been mentioned in that conversation a pin. A lot of them, they're not going to be related to that conversation. You know, somebody comes in to that thread and says, Hey, Hopes, I uh, really loved episode one where you were talking about all the different podcasts I should know about. That's fantastic. But Jesse, Don, you know, uh, Marlo, Adela, Perlesson, none of them are going to care about that. They weren't mentioned in episode one. It's not relevant to them. If they're interested, they could, sure, they could see what else was commented in the thread and go explore from there. But they don't need to receive a ping for that. So make sure that you're untagging people when you're communicating on Twitter. And on that same note, make sure that when you're jumping into a thread, especially with game devs, especially, please, folks, stop putting Minecraft questions in non-Minecraft-related tweets. I understand we all have questions. That's understandable. But if you have a question and you're not seeing a tweet by them about the subject, whether specifically or at least Minecraft in general, just shoot them a brand new tweet. Hey, any information on blah, 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 X, Y, Z. Don't just, Mark's talking about, you know, I got a new puppy today. When's puppies coming to Minecraft? No, not relevant. Keep it to, oh, that's adorable. What's his name or her name? Or here's a picture of my puppy. You know, keep it to the topic that they've already tweeted about. Continuing on, no, not just some general stuff I want to talk about. Like, you know, don't ask for sub for sub or follow for follow, things of that nature. It's inappropriate, it's rude, it's disrespectful, and it's not how you grow. Yeah, you might end up getting a bunch of vanity numbers, but even the algorithm like YouTube is going to recognize, hey, these people aren't coming back, there's no interaction, they're not staying and watching multiple videos, so it does you no good from a content creator perspective. On top of that, it's tacky. And let's say you do manage to gain organic growth from that point forward. People, once they find out you've asked sub for sub or you've paid for followers or anything of that nature, they're going to lose faith in you. They're going to stop believing that any of that is organic and true content or true subscribers. And they're going to devalue that. And that's especially important when you're talking about sponsorships or brands deals. So please, guys, don't do that. Make organic, natural, authentic connections with people, and they will come. Recognize that different content creators will have different expectations and rules. Big shout out to Paranormal, uh, I think I hope that's the name, and uh, uh, The Real Hot Dish. I'll have a link to their video below. But I recently discovered, a, when I was scrolling through the 8-Bit Communities Discord, they had this wonderful uh, live stream on moderation that they had posted up on YouTube. And it really was great. I encourage you, even if you're not a moderator, if you're not a content creator, to still give it a watch because it can be very enlightening. I do some moderation for the weathering effect, and that's the only place. But even outside of that, I found a lot of it to be really informative and useful for me as a viewer, as somebody who wants to be a content creator, somebody who wants to improve their uh, moderation skills. And I found that to be an extremely helpful thing. And speaking of that, it's important for you, if you are a content creator, to recognize that you are setting the tone. It's important to recognize that you are setting the tone 
or how people should communicate and interact in your comment section, in your discords, whatever. If you're being very trolly, if you make a lot of uh, R-rated or PG-13 jokes, people are going to mimic that and imitate that and assume that's acceptable. Uh, for example, they mentioned how, you know, one creator, uh, the real Hatesh, isn't real big on politics or some of the places she hangs out and moderates aren't big on politics. And some she hopped on a stream where she moderates and saw somebody talking about politics. And she's like, hey, please don't talk about politics here or whatever. And the, the, con the streamer was like, no, no, we can talk about politics here. Oh, one moment, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyways, so like I said, the streamer was like, no, we can talk about politics here. And that's really important as a creator is to say, you know, hey, this is acceptable. Or to say, no, that's not acceptable. I'd rather we didn't talk about that here. Also, uh, respect when others ask you to stop something. Sure, you might not be breaking any of the rules. They might not have an issue with it in the Discord. But, you know, if someone's like, hey, that bothers me. I don't like that. Just respect their wishes. You know, if you're on the appropriate channel and that's what that channel's for, then maybe say, I respect that you'd rather I not talk about this, but this is the place in this Discord or whatever the case may be where I'm allowed to talk about this and it's something I need to get off my chest. So, you know, I'd appreciate it if you could, you know, maybe move to a different Discord channel or something like that. You got to find that appropriate middle ground, but don't just be like, no, I can do what I want. You're not the mod. You're not the owner, whatever, you know, just show a little common courtesy. Um, don't argue that you've not broken the rules, you know, that type of thing. And when reprimanded by a mod, either correctly or not, don't respond in a fit. Don't be like, this is such BS, you know, I can't believe that. You know, such and such communities mod did this to me, blah, 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 blah. Don't do that. It's not going to help your cause any. If it was earned, accept it and learn, improve, do better in the future going forward. And if you believe that you didn't do anything wrong or that maybe they, you know, accidents happened, maybe they accidentally kicked you or muted you when it should have been somebody else, then find out the appropriate way to go about requesting, you know, to get that resolved. You know, DM them on a, a different platform if you can't reach out at that time. And be patient, respectful, you know, outline, hey, this is what happened, this is when it happened. And screenshot things. Like, seriously, if ever you have an issue with something, whether you're the moderator, whether you're the one being, you know, uh, corrected, is screenshot that stuff. Have evidence of your claim. Also, um, well, moving on from that, don't backseat game. You know, if somebody's playing something and they ask, hey, you know, how do I do this? By all means, give your input. But unless the creator asks for how to do something, don't tell them how to. Be respectful that maybe they want to enjoy the challenge of figuring it out on their own or be surprised by the upcoming boss or have the story unfold naturally. It's okay to inquire if they'd be open to feedback or provide resources. However, don't presume that the way you play is how they wish to you know you see this a lot in minecraft where somebody's maybe not so technical or maybe they like to come up with their own farms and somebody's like well why don't you just use you know a mangoes or raise works it's like maybe because they like the challenge of figuring it out for themselves or my buddy dom quantum i recently watched him <laughs> pellering out into the end and he was pellering out from the main end island not having gone through one of the portals and there were some suggestions and feedback, mostly from people that I know he knows really well. And I gave some tips on related to what they'd said. But I made sure not to 
try to tell, I tried to make sure that I didn't say, hey, you need to do this or anything of that nature. Watch your phrasing, you know, in case you didn't know, da 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 da. Um, don't tell people how they have to play. And, you know, if you, if you really want to give them that advice, just let them know, hey, I've got some suggestions if you'd be open to hearing from it and let them tell you, yeah, I'd love to hear some advice on how to tackle this or how I could maybe do this quicker or faster or whatever the case may be. But don't just presume or assume that, you know, your way is the right way or let alone the only way. I heard once that, oh, I heard once that manners are how you make someone feel, whereas etiquette is how you act or might have been vice versa. And that's a great point, you know. It, it's a lot of people have one or the other. It can be a challenge to have both, especially when we're talking online, where the cultures can be very different. And online has its own sort of culture and different areas within there. But it's important to remember that there's, it's important to act and behave appropriately. And it's also important to consider how you're making the other person feel with those actions and choices. Uh, just a few more points here. You know, follow the creator and mod's leads on what is acceptable, but don't presume to have everyone else's level of familiarity. So if one person breaks a rule, don't presume to be able to do so as well. Uh, you'll see this a lot of times. I see it in discords that are more family friendly or PG. You know, somebody will say something and, you know, they might just get a light. Hey, you know, heads up. You know, that's so considered following or whatever. Or they might just be allowed to totally slide. You know, they're kind of trolling the creator. But you don't know the relationship that person has with that person. That might be part of their routine, how they interact. That doesn't mean that they're going to be comfortable with you, somebody they don't know that well, doing the same action. So really try to be conscientious that you're not just assuming because somebody else is doing it, it's okay for you to do it. But generally, if you look into the creator, whether that's the streamer or the, you know the, the owner of the Discord or whatever in their mods, they should be a pretty good example of what's acceptable and what's not. But again. If they're doing something that you know is stated not okay in the rules, and you do have a question, maybe reach out to a third party mod, a third, a secondary mod, you know, not the mod in question themselves, and ask them, like, hey, I saw this. And again, a screenshot, show them what you're talking about. You know, maybe that's a newer mod, maybe they have a great relationship. You don't know the context, don't presume, and don't mod on their behalf. Now, it's totally okay if a new person hops in a stream and says something inappropriate for you to be like, hey, I'm mods, or uh, you know, hey, I, they're not real big on this, just so you know, that's not considered okay here. You know, be informative, but, but don't try to police a community that that's not your place to police. Uh, don't join co communities merely to advertise or to promote your work. Join those communities you have a genuine interest in being a part of. The best way, if you're a creator or you want to be a creator and you're trying to grow and that's why you're reaching out to all these people then make sure that you're joining places where you already have an initial interest and in investment or a desire to get to know them. And through that, through that authenticity, they will recognize your authenticity and your passion. And they'll take the time in time, in time, be patient to get to know what you have going on and inquire about what you are doing and want to know more about your work. But don't just lead with your work. When you do that, it looks really tacky and it looks like you don't actually care about them. And it can really turn people off. And then one last thing, one of my interruptions here, recording this, I happen to be doing a little scrolling on Twitter. And I noticed a, a comment about somebody had uh, tweeted about their, their firearm. 
And somebody had said, please don't tweet about that. You know, we follow you for Minecraft, not that. And I just want to say that's not appropriate at all. The gun tweet, fine, whatever. It's their their Twitter, their account. They're allowed to tweet about what they like. Um, yeah, they might alienate some followers, but that's a decision the creator has to make. That's not on us to say, hey, you shouldn't be talking about this. And that's whether it's sex work, it's, you know, where they stand on LGBTQ, politics, uh, religion, whatever the case may be. Yeah, general in America, we have a general rule, you know, politics, sex, and religion are things that you shouldn't have general conversations in public about. However, that doesn't mean that people aren't allowed to talk about those things. I think if you, that you, all you want to do is talk about your content and things related to your content, that's great. That's your choice. You have that right to stay simply in that lane. But you also have the right to talk about things completely outside of what you are known for, to expand your range. And to say otherwise is extremely rude and not very thoughtful. So if you don't like what somebody's talking about outside of their content, Feel free to add that to a, a mute list or to unfollow them, to unsubscribe if it really goes against what you believe in. Those are all your choices. It is not your right to tell somebody else what they can and can't talk about. So I hope this has been kind of enlightening for you guys. I'm sure for some of you this has been really boring and you're like, hey, dude, uh, can we get back to the Minecraft? But I felt this was really important to talk about. And like I said, I want to do um, another episode down the road talking more about, you know, uh, race and LGBTQ and non-gender or, or gender, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, people who, who don't necessarily identify with the traditional role you would uh, naturally assign them. So if you know any creators who fall under any of those categories, any sort of minority, let me know, you know, shoot me a DM, reach out to me on my Discord, whatever the case may be, whatever you're comfortable reaching out on. And I'd love to, you know, have some examples I can point to people when going over some of these things and that I can reach out to and kind of help find out how best to uh, to discuss about such matters. You know, to be completely honest, I'm a straight white male. You know, I haven't, I've, I've seen racism, I've seen sexism, I, I know for a fact I've been part of that and I'm always trying to improve and learn the more appropriate ways to handle myself and to talk about things. But I'm not an expert in any of these fields. I've not been the subject of a lot of these sorts of discrimination. You know, I've been discriminated against, but very slightly here and there, not a common occurrence for someone in my position, especially where I live. You know, I'm middle America, primarily white is where I'm at. So I'd appreciate, you know, anybody you could recommend, tell me a little bit about what they're doing or whatever, or why you think they'd be good. And I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you learned something. And again, links for everything that I've mentioned will be down below, for the creators will be down below. I highly encourage you guys go check them out. A bunch of wonderful people and great content. And next episode, we're going to be talking about villagers. It's going to be a little different. I won't have necessarily so many people to talk about. And It'll just be kind of me going over things that you might need to know if you're playing Bedrock and you want to mess around with villagers. They're a great way to trade and get resources. So I hope you enjoyed this. Um, right now it's saying about like 30 minutes. I'll probably get it trimmed down, but we'll see what goes from there. Thanks, guys. Take care. This has been The Beacon. I'm High Hopes, and I hope you continue to follow the light to the best resources regarding Minecraft. Ooh.